Welcome to the Big Bright Podcast. My name is Vic and I'm the Marketing Communications Manager at Bright. And today I'm talking to Luke Cairns from Hightower Video. Hightower Video is an award-winning video production company, providing TV advert and web video content for clients around the world. As part of our ongoing focus on our employer brand, we wanted to create a Meet the Team video which would set us apart from the competition and encourage potential future hires to join us. The fact that we wanted to go with a really creative approach was music to Luke's ears, and so this beautiful partnership was born. We've recently returned to Hightower Video to create an updated team video and thought it was about time to invite Luke onto the podcast to pick his brain on creating standout videos which showcase the parts of your company people actually actually want to see online. So welcome Luke. Hello. Hello Vic. <laughs> it's very nice to see you. It's very nice to see you as well. Very nice to be here. Good. Well I'm, I'm just need to preempt this now. I don't know if you're familiar with Paxman. Of course I'm familiar with Jeremy Paxman. What a legend. <laughs> I mean exactly. Well you're going to be Paxoed in this in this whole podcast. So well, that's the idea isn't it? Yeah exactly. I mean I'm, I'm quite grilled. a hard hitting interviewer. Are um, you? Yes. I mean oh. it has been said. No, absolutely not. But I'm okay. going to give this a bash because it's really lovely to see you. And I really appreciate you coming in as well to see us over this really weird time that we're in at the moment. Of course. <laughs> any any excuse to get out of the house. Yes, well, exactly. Although I'm actually in the office at the moment, which is odd. So it's been really good though for you to come in. Before we get onto the video, probably none of our listeners will know, but Luke and I have worked together in the past and uh, I used to work for a digital agency in Brighton and used to work for a company called Butcher's Hook. Yes. Uh, was that your own company or was that? Butcher's Hook was mine and I ran it with a chap called Evan, who is a big brother camera operator and director oh amazing we had that for about six years we did quite a lot of fun stuff with it but it sort of petered out and evan went off to portsmouth to be a, a fellow at the university of portsmouth doing sort of broadcast tv he'd had enough of doing production so yeah. he went off and, and is now teaching people so oh amazing okay well that's quite cool because i mean we sort of kept in touch it was a bit of a weird one because i was planning on doing a video when i came to work at bright and i was focusing on employer brand so for me it was sort of you do what you normally do you go through the rolodex such a 90s 80s reference rolodex in your head of who you could probably talk to and you start googling and I thought well I remember working with you before I thought well let's just see if you know a meet the team video would be of any interest and I remember stumbling across your website now that you work for Hightower Video yeah and so what's your position at Hightower as well you're the I'm the boss you're the boss I'm the guy oh man okay yeah. well this is more daunting than I'd anticipated then because I thought you were just you know oh you thought I was just a guy just a guy just a, well, reg- I'm, I'm just just a regular a Joe <laughs> We've known each other for years. I know. Come on. But anyway, it was really exciting though when I when I stumbled, I suppose, across your website and I sort of thought, oh, Sky does TV adverts. Ah, okay. Yes. I just thought you were going to be just way too big to even consider talking to me. But, you know, you didn't forget the little people. And it turns out you do actually do a, a whole range of different videos, sort of business corporate videos. What other sorts of things do you do? In the main, really, it's TV adverts. But because in your case, you're up for doing something interesting. You know, I, I was interested in, in working. It's nice working because I'm based in Brighton. So it's nice working with Brighton-based clients. As far as all the content that I produce is concerned now, I'd like to think I'm in a position where if the client is up for doing something fun, I'm up for doing doing it yeah and if the client isn't that's when I'm starting to think okay do I really want to work on this particular project so yeah I I do still do corporate video sometimes for me I think when I was working with you on this certainly to start off with I always think about how it's really important to make sure that you you give the creative over to the creative people and that you don't try and control the process because that would have been really ridiculous if I tried to come to you with a like this is what I think we should do and no deviation from that whatsoever and I just think because I was quite open to doing something a bit different to showcase the brand because the the Brighton itself is full of really interesting people it's quite an eclectic mix of people we've got sort of developers and we've got some marketing people and it's just you know very diverse but we all really 
sort of rub along really well together but people have got really interesting backgrounds and do odd things and i mean in our video if people watch it i suppose we've got angus who is a sort of sword wielding um, dude (laughs) who makes who i think at the time i don't know if he does this now but he did make chainmail in his spare time yeah he had chainmail on yeah he was yeah we had him on the roof and it was quite Tenth century. I mean, the, the, if people watch the video, the the idea behind that was there's a shot in Conan the Barbarian when Arnold is swinging a massive sword around his head on the edge of a cliff. So we tried to do something like that, but we needed to speed it up actually to make it even more impressive when uh, Angus did it. Yeah, totally. Well, I think it was definitely a hit, mate. It was definitely a hit. Good. Obviously, you know, as I've been saying, you know, we love working with you to create this sort of meet the team video, and the feedback from our clients and the wider network has actually been pretty amazing we've had lots of feedback from candidates that have come in for interviews that have said they saw the meet the team video and they thought these look like really sound people these are people i want to work with we've actually had it from clients as well prospective clients so people that have no interest in working here but want to buy our product so asset bank or, or dash they've sort of seen it and thought just by seeing it we look like a reasonable <laughs> bunch of people and they thought that the actual environment that we were offering that came across through the video seemed like a company they wanted to work with and that's been incredibly positive for us so why do you think people reacted so well to it online as far as i remember the the principal point was to take the video to a conference that you guys are running and you showed me a load of talking head videos that various other software companies have produced for this conference. And 95% of them were traditional talking head videos. Mm. That's my bet noir, really, talking head. It's so standard in corporate video production to stick somebody in front of a camera and then have them talk at an interviewer. It's just, it's so standard, but it's so dull, you know? And there's so much potential. I mean, with, with now the technology that everybody has in their phone, let alone on a decent video camera, if you've got a bit of imagination and you have a bit of a creative spark to take what would be a really boring video, which would be another talking head, which sends people to sleep straight away and actually make something that's interesting. And whatever the, the, the core concept is, and that's, you know, a, a, a meet the team video in the case of your one, um, is to take what would be a very dry video of your colleagues parroting stuff out mm-hmm. in front of a camera and actually figuring out what your, your colleagues are about and what makes them tick. It's a meet the team video. So personality goes a long way, as Samuel Jackson said. In, <laughs> was it? Yeah. The pulp, it's a pulp fiction. Yeah, it's, it's personality goes a long way. So you, you actually, with, with video, you see people doing exactly what they love and the job's done for you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Even within the world of talking head videos, you can have really stilted ones where people are just trying to remember. And I've done so many of them where you can see people sitting there like, petrified like this like I'm, you know, I forget it's, it's a podcast and I'm, I'm <laughs> pretending to to really kind of squeeze my it, it, you know people look really uncomfortable in front of camera yeah then there are better talking heads where people are having a conversation off screen and that is a better way of doing it and it does work better but even so fundamentally people aren't being themselves and people are probably trying to remember what their boss has told them to say and they might not believe that and if they don't believe it the viewer can see you know because the camera never lies you can see it in their eyes if they're parroting the company line yeah and people switch off that's probably a really good reason that we didn't get anyone to talk on this video because um, (laughs) (laughs) that could have just been our massive downfall so just getting to the act was absolutely fine well this is it we completely swerved it so (laughs) so true so away from the talking head video so we've been creating quite a lot of content recently uh, around influencer marketing 
it's obviously been a huge rise in influencer marketing. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to see because of just stuff that I've noticed again online myself, just on a, a B2C thing. So just me purchasing stuff. The fact that a lot of influencers now are creating a lot of their own videos and actually really decent content. So we're not talking, yeah, sort of rubbish Zoom stuff. We're talking really good and, and brand worthy content. Has that had any impact on your business at all? Sort of negatively or positively? No, it has. It has. And it always has done. And I think for me, it was even before influencer marketing was a thing because I've, I've been making TV adverts with sort of 90s celebrities since 2010, Amazing. you know? And <laughs> so the influencer marketing is an evolution of something that has been a, a staple of TV advertising for 80 years. Sticking a celebrity or somebody that people know in front of a camera and having that celebrity talk about your product. It's a bulletproof way, and it always has been in TV advertising. Think of Joan Collins for Campari in the 70s, you know, for example. It goes way, way, way back in TV advertising, and it really works. The, the celebrity that you happen to have, or the influencer, has really built their own brand with their own content. And then, you know, they're associating their brand with your brand. They have all their their group of people who admire them already. Yeah, influencer marketing is an evolution of that. So, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been doing it for years. Yeah, so it's actually just <laughs> not a massively new thing to you at all then. No. I think it's, yeah, it's just something around, I suppose, maybe sort of Instagram influencers and things like that, whether, whether that's had an impact, but I don't really know. I did a, a, a test ad the other day. And again, it was for TV, but it was a guy on TikTok. This guy's 18 years old. He's got 3 million subscribers on TikTok. And I, I, I adapted a really rough sort of social first video that he made where he was flogging a VPN so you could watch American shows on UK Netflix. Yeah. And the guys paid 12 grand for it. You know, he, he clearly he produced the video in about three quarters of an hour on a phone. And he put it out to his 3 million subscribers on TikTok. And wow. the VPN company paid him 12 grand for it. His name's Bobby Moore. You check him out on TikTok. Okay. It's yeah. mental. It's crazy. No, it will do. Yeah. Enough, I think I got a VPN the other day, but that was to watch Fort Boyard in France. <laughs> it's still a massive Great show. <laughs> it is a great show. Thank you. <laughs> it is a great show. No one believes me on this. It's only me and my husband that were really into it. Jamie, my husband, grew up in France, so he's, Fort Boyard was a really big thing for him. When he came to the UK, it was on here and obviously presented by Melinda, Melinda Mess Messenger. Melinda Messenger yeah. was on it yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And was Ainsley on it as well? I'm imagining. That. No, I think we always think Ainsley's on everything. But he is in, in my heart. In, in my heart, he's as is Les Dennis. <laughs> he came to the UK when we met, and I called it Fort Boyard as just a classic oh, Brit, blimey. and he was absolutely furious with me. A little bit like my issue with Christophe Lambert. Well, I say I say Christopher Lambert. Yes, and he says Christophe Lambert. Any so. any any reasonable Anglophone person would say <laughs> Christopher Lambert, wouldn't they? <laughs> but you didn't think so. That, that sounded quite partridge, didn't it? But yeah, Jamie has a lot of issues with a lot of things I say. Um, but yeah. it's sort of very very Kent but that's because I'm from Kent so you know yes. you take Kent out of the girl cool so obviously talking about influencer marketing we know obviously that sort of social media channels as well so we're looking at a lot of stuff at the moment just as part of our own marketing we're trying to work out all sorts of new markets and, and mediums and platforms and it's certainly with marketing there's, there's so many platforms to choose from but we do know that social media channels favour YouTube I suppose so one of the most visited websites of all time YouTube which I didn't yeah. even know which yeah. is ridiculous when you I think about it. it of course it is so why do you think people react so differently to video over static images online I mean, imagine it's just that sort of emotional connection but what we, do you think it is well we, we all grew up watching tv so it's been hardwired into our brains since we were a year old to enjoy moving imagery and then you know my mum took me to see snow white when i was about four then ghostbusters after that you know it's sort of showing my age now but at no, the cinema, I have strong memories of that yeah ghostbusters, ghostbusters the cinema. but you know wherever you are in the world cinema is massive you know there's nowhere in the world that where cinema and, and and tv aren't such a staple so moving imagery just engages 
mm. hugely engages more than anything else. I think I would say that. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be awkward if there's, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about the movie, the moving image, which on a web page, wherever, on social, on TV, it draws you in. I'm sure there's a lot more science about it than that, but I'm sure there is. But yeah. no, this feels like a L'Oreal advert. You're like, this is the science bit. Or is that going? <laughs> Here comes the science. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> But oh yeah, I don't mean. I think we're we're sort of certainly looking at more video now. I think that one of the big challenges for us actually as a company is, is getting video done quickly and sort of relatively cheaply. And yeah. there are tools out there that you can use. We're always looking at smaller videos, you know, for advertising and stuff like that. So is that something that that you guys do, or is that something that you, you your your heart is really in TV, you know, and and. I'm obviously working with 90 celebrities, which yeah. take you to the next level. <laughs> as long as it's interesting to do, I'm, I'm up for anything. I think really the social first sort of rough and ready stuff is stuff I've done before. I mean, probably not so much, but ultimately, as long as it's an interesting idea and it, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a reason I'd want to get out of bed in the morning. It's not a talking head or it's not something which is just a bit rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm going to continue to come to you for the bigger stuff. But I think it's, yeah, it's just something certainly we're sort of struggling with more and more. And I think there are definitely video production platforms out there that you can use yeah. that do so it's almost like SaaS, like just a subscription service, video advert type stuff. Which so I've, what is that um, sort of graphics-based stuff? Very briefly, I sort of did a bit of a trial actually with them, a company called Promo. So it's promo.com. It's a, a SaaS service, essentially. It's a subscription service so that you can use their stock video and audio and you can put your own messaging and stuff over the top. And I found that quite a, a cost-effective way of, of producing sort of shorter, easier videos. If you can do stuff which engages people, I think the, the one thing I would say about a stock company, which a lot of people are using, if it's on social, other companies will might have stuff which looks similar. Yeah, true. I imagine there's loads of this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd be more inclined for social first for you guys to actually, again, include yourselves as personalities and just do weird stuff on an iPhone. Yeah. As long as there's something that's visually engaging, people will watch it. You know? Yeah, that's I true. Think- well, actually, interestingly, we've had a, on our static social posts recently, I say interestingly, it's probably really obvious to people, but we've noticed a real uptake in, in uh, engagement when we've been using images of our of ourselves, even just sort of stock images that we've, I say doctored, but we've edited um, edited or we've applied some of our branding to. Yeah. Again, it's sort of the real people. Again, real it's, people. it's the real people and people want to hear from real people. people. People want to engage with real people. And not brands. I've I've been pushing myself around on LinkedIn a bit, you know, recently. If it involves stuff which shows my journey in advert commas of some kind as a, a video guy, people engage really well in it. Even though I'm I'm clearly not a celebrity or an influencer. I'm just a guy that well, you're posts getting there. You're getting there. there. People really enjoy <laughs> stories, you know. People want to engage in stories and I think they engage with people and their story. So much more than just this is our latest piece of software or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's all about people, and you, know, you can see that from the video we made. You know, the, meet the team. That was all a section of little stories about various people, mm. and that's why you know it did quite well. So yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. One of the things that was really important to me when I was considering coming up with this video because it was going to be quite a big statement to the company. I felt like I was making a real statement by saying, "I'm doing a video, guys. I want you to all be part of it." This is going to be great. And I, I'd really hyped it up to a point that was quite, I felt almost unrealistic <laughs> that I talked about it and I'd really bigged you up and I was like, this is going to be the best thing ever. But a part of this whole journey, I wanted to make sure that, that whatever we came out with was really going to accurately reflect the brand yep. and was going to be a positive reflection of the brand. And that was so important to me to make sure that whatever we came out with looked really first class, that we could put our name to it and say, yes, we've created that and we've been part of that. That's the thing. I think brand and video, it's essential that 
that you get the quality there. I mean, I know that you can produce sort of slightly cheaper videos sometimes and they can sort of pass through. But for me, having that connection of the quality, I wanted to elevate our brand to a real quality feel. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if you've seen anything, but recently I've been presented with some adverts at home when I've been watching TV yeah. and not on local channels. Right. Uh, so in Brighton, we have a thing like, like latest TV. This is actually like ITV. I've been sitting there in between Coronation Street. I watch Coronation Street. Yeah. I'm not going to apologise for that. Yeah, I don't even know why I said now. I should, but it's, I don't it's, know. Everybody knows. Everyone knows. Massive fan. <laughs> watching Corrie and then partway through, an advert will pop on. So you've got sort of, you know, your usual big brands. And then maybe more of like a local brand or something that maybe I've seen before or what something I'm familiar with. And I've been so disappointed in what I've seen because I know I know that the brand it might be something I've used before or it might be a company that I'm aware of that I think oh they're really they're really decent they're really sound but actually what what I'm seeing is that's not so, reflecting that at all and it actually upsets me I feel feel bad for them and I feel I feel frustrated because I feel like the audience if they don't know about this product you know aren't seeing what I see it's very dangerous a part of my job is to persuade them you can't do that to your brand you can't go cheap especially on TV, especially on TV well, it's with because we're spoiled Because we're spoiled on TV. Like if you're on YouTube, you're used to seeing something that is, yeah. you know, on any social channels, you're used to seeing something that's slightly more, not amateur, but you're, yeah, you're used to seeing that's fine. And, you know, being that we're all doing Zoom calls and stuff at the moment, everyone, everyone's used to seeing that sort of level of quality. On telly, telly's like, it's like OK Magazine. It's like, hello, it's like yeah. print. I'm yeah. expecting like mint, mate. Do you know what I mean like really, really good? I'm not expecting to see something. And that's why you know we're talking about mentioned no names, but we're, we're talking about that brand now in a negative way, and that's the the real challenge for people who go on TV. If their advert TV advert doesn't cut the snuff, it can go viral because mm. people will take the mick out of it. You know, it's so important, and it's also also so important to trust the creatives and not to try and and for the from the client's point of view, try and take everything on board and think that they know best. You know. It, relying that you've actually employed people who know what they're talking about mm. and actually letting them do their job is really important. You know, my favorite kind of client is, is like you, Vic, basically. Oh, classic. Who say, you're the experts, <laughs> let's, you know, let's work collaboratively. Uh, it is a, a process of education, video production and TV advert production. You know, it, sometimes it works easier than at other points. I think mm. that's a, a diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah, you have to be able to put your faith in the, the creators and the production company that totally. you're working with. Sometimes actually on the flip side, so on the production companies side it's i feel like it's their responsibility to to try and guide yeah. a client enough to be able to free them up to to get down on paper what maybe potentially what their vision is or what they're trying to communicate yeah but without putting too many barriers and restrictions in the way so i suppose the brief and things that you put together is a really important part of that yeah so we're probably hopefully known now for any content that we put out we try and put something really helpful and practical tangible for people to take away from anything that we do so even these podcasts so you gave me a, a video brief that i had to fill in which I actually felt fun very very helpful what information do you typically require to put a brief together i suppose what would be your recommended approach for getting the important messages across because that's essential and the brand message across but still retaining a sense of personality and and all that sort of stuff so what, what would be your tips i suppose for us for our audience to take away okay well, well the first thing to remember from from a business from a, a proper point of view as with any kind of marketing endeavor is that who is your audience who are you who are you trying to attract with this video what are you trying to achieve with it as well it's the who when what why where don't think about you know are you thinking about your company rather than actually thinking about the prospective person who's enjoying the media hopefully and then getting in touch with you and, and buying your products or joining a company or, or, or whatever and after that when it comes from the creator point of view as we touched on before it's to listen to the production company that you've employed and collaborate you know and, and work that part of the brief is important because they're not wedded to your 
company in the same way that you are. So they might have different ideas. Hopefully they have different ideas. That's what you brought them on for. As a collaborative effort, you can then produce something which is really interesting. So what would you say also about giving feedback? Because I find that's a really interesting part of this process. So yeah. certainly working with you first time, I think, yeah, certainly Meet Team video is actually pretty pretty easy uh, mm. I was really just bought into the whole thing and we had a few bits of feedback and I think some stuff around branding that we needed to sort out but they were yeah. very easy fixes we then went on to actually work with you on a, an animation yeah which is a bit more a bit more chewy yeah yeah I was gonna say <laughs> labor intensive but chewy is a much better word and that required a bit more back and forth um, yeah. and it's sort of how is it best for clients to give feedback to you we tried to do everything in rounds which I was I'm hoping was helpful with editorial feedback you know say if there are three or four different people who are stakeholders in in the product, everybody's got different ideas. So everybody looks at the video through different eyes. So everybody has different ideas as to what, how the video should be or should could change. So it's really important for the stakeholders to get together and produce a document, preferably a document rather than a phone call back saying change this, this, this and this, to actually lay, lay out in a cohesive way all of the feedback just so it all makes sense in one document. Otherwise, the back and forth thing can get, yeah, it can get quite tiresome Yeah, if there is all these different stakeholders, all the different ideas piling in at different times of the day. Yeah, that's one way to make an editor. Well, in my case, my editor doesn't have any hair. I was about to say ripping his hair out, but he's as bald as a cue ball. So, sorry, Stephen. <laughs> actually, I do love Stephen. He's actually I've worked he's with hilarious. him a few times. He's been brilliant. He's great. As well. yeah. It's about your client managing their stakeholders properly and managing expectations as well. Yeah. You know? Okay. Because that's something I think we've yeah as a business here we're we're getting better at. I hope is when any projects are going on. Yeah, getting your, your key stakeholders involved gathering that feedback like having one person who's the, the focal point who's leading the project who delivers that feedback yeah who collates it all curates it and makes sure everything's been taken on board that's it okay that's cool i think i'm just going to play this podcast to every client that i win <laughs> from now on this is how it's done well, Vic tell you, Vic will tell you. well you say that you say that but at the end i'm going to ask you i say i'm quite keen to cheapen the interview oh, as much great. as i possibly Thank can God. so i would like to ask you two final questions if i can because i think we've given our listeners something very helpful and tangible hopefully to take away my first question would be who would you love to work with on your next video venture and obviously you don't have to say me but yes. I mean that will be happening anyway. Are we talking about celebrity? Are we talking about? I am. Talking, I am talking, talking about celebrity, celebrity because that's uh, the only language I speak. Yes. Okay. It would be Sean Williamson, Barry from EastEnders. Give him his correct title. Yeah. Yes. Barry from EastEnders. No one knows who Sean Williamson. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. My girlfriend and I we're we're big quizzes. We've become big quizzes. So he's a genius. He's like a super brain for quizzes. Apart from the fact he's Barry from EastEnders and he's hilarious and he can sing. He's also, he's a really smart guy and he's a really good quizzer. There was a show that Anne Hegarty, who, uh, who's one of the chasers, she's got her own show now and he, he won the whole series of that. He's just, he's a legend. Yeah, he is to. a legend. Now, funnily enough, there's a recent sort of I say, surge of people doing, you know, celebrity uh, video messaging. Cameo, yeah. So there's Cameo, yeah. and before that was Celeb VM. So yeah. that's one I used to use, and I, I still do. And I got uh, for my husband's birthday, I did get Sean Williamson, Barry's to do him a video message, and he sang Master, Master Mustang Sally at him, and and Ra Ra Rasputin. <laughs> Excellent. Which was one. Is that your choice? That was my choice. I mentioned that Jamie was a Boney M fan, and uh, <laughs> and he went straight in. But he was great. He took all the information that we'd given, yeah. and he rolled it into this birthday message and he really committed to it as well that's brilliant and only all for 30 pounds i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't <laughs> think of anything else from sean williamson so yeah, yeah he'd be amazing. my guy yeah and that's a sort of a realistic guy you know I, I was thinking earlier on maybe michael kane maybe sean connery but let's be honest you know this is <laughs> we want more more down to earth i mean 
I mean, I think Sean is an excellent choice. Um, yeah. And my final question, you know, to really solidify this is the end. Yes. Is who would win the fight? Ainsley Harriet or Anthony Worrell Thompson? I would say Ainsley because he looks like the fitter man. He's bigger than Worrell Thompson. Worrell Thompson's <laughs> older. I don't I hate to be discriminatory, but um, yeah, Ainsley would smash him. Yeah, I agree. Luke, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. Thank on the you Big very Bright much. podcast, I should say, because I don't want to forget the actual title of it. It's but been yeah. a real pleasure. Thank you very much Thank and you. look forward to working with you very soon once again. Me too. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to ensure you never miss an episode. You can find out more top tips from the Bright team on our website at bright-interactive.co.uk. Thank you.